must have gotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Plus. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Welcome to episode number 13 of The Take with William. Number 13. Do you know what? That's Already. unlucky for some and it's unlucky for me today because I feel average. Yeah, can you tell the people at home what happened to you last night? No, I can't. Not really? Well, I can. It's. No, uh, I mean, not everything. Well, I mean, I, I did a job on myself. We, it was Tuesday, eh? It was a Tuesday You had your best night. mate down. It was Things un- got out of hand. Hey, it happens to us all. Whiskey. Whiskey's a great idea. Whiskey. 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 <laughs> I just, do you know what? I'm the ultimate professional. I'm here. I'm having a couple of young Henrys. I'm starting to feel. Uh, there's nothing better. worse than a um, a whiskey hangover. White wine will, um, you know, it'll it'll go toe to toe with it. Yeah. But you drink enough whiskey, like you had. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna feel it. You will. Well, we are brought to you by bettingsite.com.au. We love your betting site. Uh, I I'm about a dollar oh five to be asleep five seconds after this show. Well, that was to like, be honest, no, I mean like with. Like on my my weekend, I had like what three of our mates fortieth. Oh yeah. So it was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I haven't done the treble in a couple of years. Uh, so I'm only I only just come good. I reckon yesterday. Yeah. So I feel you. It was yeah. a lot. Of, it was a lot of whiskey. Shout out to PK. Will Eid. It's their birthdays. And someone else. And, and also, big, uh, the big ogre's fortieth. Yeah. The big ogre's Marco Mealy's fortieth up at YE. It was great seeing um, like guys that we played all grand finals with and everything like that. You played probably been friends now for over twenty years, so it's always good, um, you know, catching up with people like that. That was really good. It was a good weekend. Yeah. And for all those people listening at home, let me tell you, the weekend is a much better time to do that to yourself than a Tuesday night because Wednesdays are pretty average. What I have got here though. <laughs> Is the producer, I, I do say the producer's pretty average at times, and let's be honest, he is, but he's come through with something here. He's actually got the figurine, the doll. Wow. You can't see it, but if you go on all our social media, we'll have a photo of it. There's some lovely things said about you, but the most important thing is that the thing's cross-eyed, Will. <laughs> it's a little bit cross-eyed. It's cross-eyed. Well, that's only you just picking out little defects. Little well, defects? Well, it was from 2006, and that, that was a pretty solid year. I don't know where you're looking. Off the field. You're probably trying to <laughs> throw it was probably ball. just an action shot uh, yeah. on, on a Saturday when we were out on Friday. It's probably, it's late. It's late in the night. Yeah. All right, William. So let's start, I think, with there's been, I don't know, I kind of like it, to be honest. I like that players now have Twitter and they have the ability to be able to to fight back where they feel as though they're being unnecessarily maligned. The, the Canberra Raiders halfback, George William has yeah. he's been agitating for a release he's he's a bit homesick and he doesn't want to be here anymore and that's completely fine as far as I'm concerned I think you know plenty of Australian players go over to Super League and do the same thing so, or sign in France or sign in France yeah. <laughs> they got another, they got a better we've got a better option over there yeah my option my, my plan was just to get over there just get into so I can get into France, get into France. <laughs> you're not going to try and go to New Zealand or Tasmania or anything like that please they could put the Tasmania should have a side. They don't talk about Tasmania <laughs> as an expansion side, but essentially, um, Fox Sports and the journalist at Fox hoops. Sports, yeah, or Baldy as they call him, he's copping it. He's copping it, mate. I love hoops. He's a good dude. He he's, is a good dude, but the fucking Raiders hate him. He's because John Bateman hammers him all the time. George Williams, so they have a little bit of beef there. That doesn't matter. I I think I don't know how you feel about this, but I just look at it and I go now. George Williams is clearly. 
he's decided he doesn't want to play for the Raiders anymore, which, you know... Which was, what, about a month ago, they said? Yeah, he said that, He know, started he, saying it then. Yeah. He's then got to a point where, obviously, this week, he's... It's obviously got to him to a point where he's just said, I'm not playing this week, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the Raiders Unless have been, you give me a release, is that what he said? Oh, is that look, like... Is this paraphrasing? I think that's probably what happened. I think what probably what he was trying to say is, look, if you don't give me the release, then the next rest of the year is going to be difficult for both parties because I don't want to be yep. here and I just need to have certainty. So mm-hmm. the Raiders have released him immediately, um, which I guess from his perspective means he probably doesn't get paid for the rest of the year. There's a lot of things that affect George Williams directly with that. So he's come out on Twitter and said, all of that's crap. It's not what happened. And James Hooper actually came back and did another thing today, basically saying, well, this is some other stuff and mm. – not your turn, George. Almost like baiting. A little bit Williams. petty, isn't it? A little bit petty from um, from Hoops. I thought it was, you know, George, he had his bit to say Hoops, and then George come back and just, you know, like that, just playing tip for tat, really. But you know, Hoops come at him today, which which was pretty harsh, and come out with some facts and stuff like that. But I think I think George could have handled it a little bit better. Um, you know, if if he said he wanted a release, just say like a month ago. And then obviously there's a lot of like there's a lot of nuances and variables to go in with that. You can't just go in. They go, yep, automatic bang. You got to look for transfer. There's money involved. You want compensation. You got all these little things going into it. Just, so for the people at home, if you just want to release, they don't just go see you later, George. He's a great player, George Williams. Mm. At the moment now, they're not going that good. So everything's amplified by a thousand at the moment down there. John Bateman coming out, sticking up for him, and then Hoops had a bit of a crack at him. So something's happened there, which I'm not even going to try and even figure it out. But Georgie should have come up with another plan if he if he was having a, if they were coming if they were button heads, he should have come out with something like, you know, you know, I'm going to just drag it on a little bit if, I, if if he has to fake an injury or not fake an injury, but just say look my hamstring's tight or something like that, and just like just to keep Canberra happy. And go, all right, look, I, I want to get out of here because I miss, I miss my family. I miss everything like that. People don't understand with this COVID stuff. These guys haven't seen their families for months. People going abroad from here, even last year, trying to get over, over overseas, like Nathan Peets, eight to ten weeks, he hasn't seen his, his, his family. Mm. That is terrifying. It's awful. You know what I mean? So people need to understand what these footballers are going through. It's hard enough being a, being a professional athlete, staying focused, you know, not be actually like, look, look at Nathan Peets, hasn't been wanted by a club for the last year and a half and then not being able to see his kids. And like, you've got to, it's, it's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that goes with it. People just see the results on the field. You know, you've got to live your life, you know. Like, and George Williams hasn't seen his family. There's like, you know, John Bateman hasn't seen his little girl. It's like, this is like family stuff. Like COVID has put these, it, it, it's such a different, you know, circumstance with everything. And I don't think players sign contracts in other countries thinking, I'm not going to be able to handle it. 100%. They sign it in good faith thinking. And then things do change, you know, things change. And, and Canberra haven't been winning. And there's a lot of pressure, obviously, that comes but with do that. You, so. As I was saying before, like, before I got sidetracked a little bit, like, he could have come up with something a bit better, like, you know, I was... Like I could, you know, I was, I was injured for like a month and dragged it out so they can sort of, so Canberra and Wigan or whoever he's going to can figure it out. Don't just go, I want immediate release and then all of a sudden Canberra find out that you weren't, that you're sort of faking this kind of stuff and then, you know, like Ricky Stewart finds out that it's personal and he takes it personal and he goes, fuck you, you're out. That's what Ricky's like. Mm. You know what I mean? So if he finds out that you're trying to play both both sides, you're done. And I I'm reckon- pretty sure Ricky Stewart found out. I've known Ricky since since 99. And he, you get on his bad side, you're fucking done. 
Like, yeah. people know what Ricky's like. There's a couple of people you don't mess with. Bozo, God rest his soul. Ricky Stewart, Ray Hadley. And that's about it. Three blokes that I was terrified of. Yeah. That you just would not get on their bad side because they could ruin your career. I reckon if you look at... Great people. But both... But very powerful both humans. Sides. God rest your soul, Bozo. You're a great man. But both sides of this come out looking bad now. So George yeah. Williams looks as if he's sort of... You know, he's walking out on a contract. The Raiders look as if they're not having the players' welfare at the top. I think – I don't understand why the Raiders didn't just say to him, okay, we'll give you the release at the end of the year, but we want you to put your head down and do your best for the rest of the year. If he does that, surely then George Williams goes, all right, no worries. So I don't understand. But there's I'm, obviously some little discrepancy in the middle there when he probably would have come to the club and goes, look, if you can give me a release within the next six weeks or something like that, I'll play my best football. But as long as it happens in a month or six weeks or whatever sort of time frame, he just he but wanted I, end of the year. But I just wanted it. But he said end of the year. But then he's trying. Then then Canberra would have found something out that he wants an immediate release. So they're going, bang, have an immediate release. Don't try and play us. So we're trying to look for the future. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't want you for the end of the year if you don't if you want out right now. So they'll get you out right now. It's almost like two power moves. So Williams pulls a power move by not turning up the training, forcing their hand. Yeah. And then Canberra, instead of saying you can have the release at the end of the year, they pull a power move and go, well, you're out now. Yeah. Well, so that's what's happened. So George sides. could have just, like, they both, they could, both could have played a, a lot better, but it just, it didn't happen. Like, you can't really, so many people talk in this game, you can't get away with anything. Managers talk, players talk, and, it, and it's the end. Like, coaches talk, and down there, like, it seems that everyone's talking. I reckon, honestly, and again, you know my hatred of player managers, but this has got player manager written all over yeah. it. You know what I mean? I don't reckon George Williams is there going. He's going to his manager and saying, listen, drag my, it out. my fiance's pregnant and I want to go home. And then the manager's going, well... You're going to lose 400. You're going to do this and you're going to do that. And he's thinking about, yeah. obviously, his own impact there and how it's going to affect him I, I just, leave it, he might leave a lot of money on the table do you know what i mean so they've got to sort all well, this kind of stuff. yeah but they've always yeah exactly so they've got to sort it out when it comes to contracts you need an amicable agreement and it seemed like it was at the start when he goes look i'll play at the end of the year but as long as you give me a release out at the end of the year and then obviously something has, ha ha has happened in the last week or two where Maybe someone else has come to the party and he wants an immediate release or he's said something to someone. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. Can't just go pear-shaped like it is now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just can't happen. People are people are jumping on James Hooper. And Hooper's he's, a reporter. He's but he's right. doing his job. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, people are now talking about Fox. They're clicking on Fox. Like, people that don't think that he's just... The whole thing with him now saying, over to you, George, the bloke's just trying to get people involved and on the hello young henry's yeah he's getting people involved on their websites or whatever so he's doing his job i, I don't have a problem with james hooper coming was that out and, article on um in the telegraph or whatever he it was on fox for. so it's fox fox, it's fox. There. so fox just want wait it's all about clickbait it's all about people just you know getting views and all that sort of shit so they're like they're trying to just like put fuel on the fire hoops doesn't want to argue with fucking george williams he's got better things to write about yeah but he's getting, he's getting told to write about it because everyone's looking at it and, and, and talking about it. It's pretty petty. But it is what it is. But Georgie should have handled it different. Yeah. Maybe come up with some sort of injury. I reckon grade, <laughs> grade 17 hamstring yeah. tear. It's, that, can, uh, that can actually drag on for ages. Yeah. It can. Like, you can just... I mean, if he had played it like that, he goes, all right, well, until they give me that full release, I'm just going to be like, you know what? My hamstring's tight. You know what I mean? Like mm. you can't, and no one can question your credibility. I'm just saying, I've seen some players do it.
would you? How would I would you, never do it. I just would, wouldn't play. How would you? Would you? How would I do? How would I do it? Would you say, "Hey, Ricky"? Hey, Ricky, you wouldn't believe it, Rick, but my back is broke. <laughs> it's, it's spinal. It's spinal. spinal. It's spinal. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, Ricky. I went to the physio and they said, "You wouldn't believe it, George, but your back is broken." Spinal. Can't play with That's the broken it. You back. can't play with it. Can't play. He could do it. He could deal with it different ways. Um, the other, I guess thing that's rugby league just seems like it's just constant negative headlines at the moment peter valandis is it's all all it is mate the new sort of era of 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 safety i guess um which we we spoke about it at length last week and i guess victor radley got suspended for 500 weeks at the judiciary yesterday and um look i don't i don't have a problem as i said last week i don't have a problem with if those are the rules the rules being mm. applied it's it's just the gradings and i look at i don't know do you reckon that radley was fair do you reckon five weeks was fair for what he did no way it, it seems extreme harsh. two weeks yeah come on man i know that he's just i don't i just don't understand like i mean Pangai jr was running rough shop all over sam walker going crazy they were getting beat Victor Radley has probably got one of the best tackle techs in the game. Yep. Like, like why, why do you – and he said that today. He's not going to change my technique. He's been practicing that technique for his whole career. Mm. He's not the biggest bloke. He's not the strongest bloke, but his tackle tech gets him out of a lot of things, and he generates a lot of power, and that kid is a gun. I'm shattered for him. Last year, injury, ACL, origin series. You know, this year, bang, five weeks on the back on the back burner for the whole Origin Series. You know, as you say, if New South Wales is up 2-0 or whatever, there's no chance that he's going to play in that third game. No, there's you not. You know what I mean? So that's two years in his prime. Yeah. Like, I just feel sorry for him. He doesn't deserve five weeks. I get it, Peter Valandis. I know you're listening because you're a massive fan. But, um, you know, like, he's just that scapegoat. It's unlucky. Yeah. You know, but I, I get it, what he's trying to get out of the game. Shoulders to the head. Was hit a shoulder to the head to, to Vita? To Pangai Jr.? Oh. It looked like a solid hit, man. Like yeah. straight shoulder to chest. That was just him putting a big hit on a big bloke with perfect tackle tech. He didn't... Pangai Jr. didn't dip down and then he... And then um, Radley didn't jump up. There was nothing. It was just a perfect... It was a perfect hit. Yeah. Was that the only one he got charged with? Or did no, he get another couple? He had four charges or something. He, I think there was he three went charges. He went, he went berserk. Because I, I thought the main one was on the, the Pangai Jr.? Yeah, the, well, uh, well, that's the one they show because it looks so brutal. That was yeah, and I think I think the thing as well is that if you think about the pressure that comes from above, so you think about Valandis, you got the Valandis makes a call on this is mm. what's going to do. The referees then have to. Oh, they got to listen. They got to listen. They got they've got and they've got to enforce it because otherwise Valandis isn't the sort of bloke that mucks around. If you don't do what he says, then you're out. So I feel like the judiciary is probably in the same position. They're probably sitting there yesterday, going, "Well, if we don't make an example here." then it sort of devalues what... I reckon Volandis would have said to him, you got to go hard. There's other things in the game that they should have gone hard about in the, in the years to come. Like, when a kicker is kicking the ball, you stay away from his, yeah. from his legs. Lodge hit, I think, Cam Munster two years ago in the first round, and he got one or two weeks. That's when you should have went six weeks, and yeah. no one would be catching kickers. I think, ki- I think ki- um, tackling kickers when they're in midair and they're vulnerable is the worst thing you can do yeah. in the game. I think because that guy is, he's trying to kick the ball, you're going full pelt ahead at him. It's not fair. He's unprepared. He's unprepared. He's, he's, he can't protect himself. He can't do no. anything. Players have to learn to just lower their guard a little bit. 
You know what I mean? Like the bigger blokes, I mean, um, they've, they've, re- they've really got to learn. It won't be hard for Victor Radley. He hits hard. He doesn't hit around the head. No. He, that was just a mistake. He was just going a little bit wild. People falling into him. He's an aggressive player. But uh, guys six foot two and over, you know, heading towards six foot five, some big boys in our game, Campbell Gillard and Junior Paulo and, you know what I mean, Big Papali and all these blokes, they're, they like to swing their weight. They're just big boys. Like most of the big boys have to watch. And even and, but it doesn't but even you see some little fellas trying to hit big blows, it doesn't look as bad. So no one really gives a shit. But they've got to be they've got to be consistent with it. That's all that's all I say. I keep saying it all the time on the show. Just be consistent with the rules. Don't just rule Victor Radley out. For last week's game, and then we do a little bit of a blitz, and then for two or three weeks and everybody, you know, you know, we fall in line and comply, and then we just and seem to go a bit crazy towards the end of the year. Get through Origin. Origin's a whole different set of rules, apparently. Do you know what I mean? We're getting into Origin. You're going to have the same set of rules for Origin? 100%. They are. They it's going to be the fucking stupidest Origin I've seen in 20 years if you're going to see. It's going to be fucking nine on 10. Yeah. Because well, things are going to go wrong in Origin because that's the most brutal game you can play. And everybody doesn't care. And you think, Will... You used like- to play the game. So when I, was, when I was young, I wanted to play that game. I wanted to play Origin because it was the most aggressive sport that you could... It's the highest level of rugby league and aggressiveness that you could play as a rugby league player. That's why I wanted to play. That's why every kid wants to play. Not made for everyone. Can't baby everyone. I fucking told everyone that. Don't play the game. Mm. I just honestly see like When I was young, I said, I want that. I want to play Origin because it's the most aggressive shit I've ever seen in my life, and I love it. And it's not, people don't look at it like I look at it. Like it, like all these. Uh, there's only been a couple of, couple of hundred people played Origin out of the thousands of players that have played. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a hard thing to crack. Well, tell me this: you can't change these rules, man. You can bet your future, future. So if they're going to be consistent. Something slips up, hits you in the head. There, ten minutes. Yeah, they will. That's good. So please do it. And what's the ratings just fall? So tell me this, Will. If you're playing an Origin game, you can almost cover a bloke. If someone gets sin in a club game, you can almost cover. Because at certain points of the game, the game goes into lulls. There's not yeah. any lull in State of Origin. If a bloke goes off, if you're Ten playing minutes, 12 man. and 13, that's points. You'll get exploited. Your ruck will be blown to bits and you'll end up copping it at the end of the game. Yeah. You know, if you get a 10-minute in the first 20, 20, first 20 minutes, or just say first 10 minutes, you've got from 10 to 20 or 15 to 25 with, with, 10, with 12 men, you're going to get – it'll catch up back end because yeah. you're going to have all your bench players on sometimes, on all your bench players, probably about two or three middles, and everyone's going to be shuffled around and other players are going to be back rows, going to be playing in the centres, and all it depends on what position, and it's going to ruin you. I mean, I get it. I get what they're trying to do with the game. They're trying to clean it up. You know, I'm, uh, I'm not sure how much – how much more can you do? Well, well, do we just want to not hit? Like, I, I, I think the game is so physical. Like, I watched the Parramatta and I watched the Eagles game. I was like, damn, I, I still look at this game and go, so physical. Why do you want to change it so much? Like, so much. Is it to get more people to play the game? I reckon it's changed in the last couple of weeks since this started. It started off sort of, we're worried about player welfare. Then it moved to... Little Johnny doesn't want to play the game because his mum won't let him. So it was participation rates. Then it changed to we're worried about litigation and, and CTEs and things like that. There's There's been four or five different reasons why they're doing this. And I don't think any of them, other than player welfare, that's the only thing really that, that should be at the forefront. Player welfare, you mean HIA, CTE? Yeah. So looking, making sure that players can play the game without fear of getting knocked out. But... What 
You I just can't. Did see, you can't. But what I did see was stat that it's always the tackler getting knocked out. Like in terms of statistically, it's the tackler who yeah. is more often knocked out than the player, than the, than the ball carrier. So if you've got the player who is essentially forced to go lower and, and his head's getting near hips and you've got blokes like Tal Malolo and Tuovasa Shek and that sort of thing. Um, Pangai Jr. was putting bigger hits with the ball that anybody ever put on anyone. That the I mean, that's why Victor Radley would have been going, I'm going to get this kid. You know what I mean? This was just a square up because he ran over Sam Walker a hundred times. Well, here you go, Will. We've just been, Henry has done a wonderful job here. So HIA. Henry been, actually uh, handed that to me and I didn't know how to read it. Yeah. There's a lot of numbers on this, Will. It's got like <laughs> so, a percentage sign or something like that. So basically two thirds, 71% of HIAs this year have been from the defender. Um, and only sort of 30% from the attacker. And then in terms of the concussions, the, it's basically the same. So out of um, the 109 HIAs so far this year, then there's been 57 that were just HIAs and they came back on, and there were 52 that were diagnosed as concussions. So you're looking at about 50% of players that have an HIA needed to go off for the rest of the game because of the concussion. Mm. But essentially, it's all defenders. Yeah. So. How? It's, it's it's you got to I mean tackle tech would be oh it would be nonstop in preseasons nonstop I mean if I was manly I'd just be getting Jake Chaboyevich to do my tackle tech I wouldn't be hiring anyone he's got the best tackle tech in the game um, I think Victor Radley has as well and I think Cam Murray does I mean it's all going to be tackle tech it's all going to, like because most because the game has evolved so much into like the hitting and it was always about collisions in the 90s spud carrolls and paul harrigan's bang bang and then it got more technical in the 2000s shoulder charges and but shoulder charges that used to stick sunny bills and all those blokes yeah. you know then it sort of like got into the wrestling in the mid 2000s because melbourne come in about 2004 five started doing all this kind of stuff it's all to eradicate Melbourne and wrestling. This is what this has got to do with it. This whole blitz has been on Melbourne, I reckon. They just want it. They just don't want the wrestling in the game. And it all started from just going, all right. And, you know, they started making the game more free running, trying to trying to quicken the game up so you couldn't wrestle. And now it's sort of like morphed. Is it morphed? Morphed. 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 Metamorphosized. Metamorphosized. Mighty Morphed and Power Rangers. Right into what it is now, like with, with the hits. Because the wrestling, people never used to, like, the hits were pretty big. But some players, just like Cameron Smith and, and other players in Melbourne, they never used to try and hit. They would absorb and wrestle you. So there wasn't that collision, the collision. Once they eradicated the wrestling, the collisions come back. Yeah. So this is what you're trying to – so you try to get rid of one problem and you've, you've caused another one because people, all we want to do is hit. Trust and, me. And if you know, we wanted to get rid of the fucking wrestling because all we want to do is hit. People who want to play rugby league want to hit people on their back. They look at Sonny Bill. We looked at Paul Harrigan. We looked at all these blokes, all our like people that we looked up to all the time and go, fuck, I want to be that. I don't have the perfect tackle tick, ta tackle tech tackling like Mick Neal. Do you know what I mean? I don't want that. I just, I, that's what we always look at as young kids. What's your, young kids are going to look at the game now and go, who's the best? Victor Radley's a fucking beast. Jake Trebojevic are hitting. Everyone's hitting so hard. I just don't know how to get rid of it. I honestly don't know how you're going to get rid of these hits because you've gotten away from wrestling because it slowed the game down. It, it ruined the game, so to say. Didn't ruin it for Melbourne. They love it. But it, it's that, that's how they got to this point. That's how the NRL has got to this point. Eradicating the the um, 
the wrestling by speeding the game up into collisions. Now look what's happened. This if, is what's happened. If you're if you're if you're coached sort of to go one high, one low, so that you can wrap the ball up to stop offloads yeah. and, and get them back. For people that are bigger and stronger, their first instinct is to go high and wrap. Yeah. Right. So there's blokes that are terrific defenders when they go in. They're so physically strong they can wrap, but they might not have that sort of low hip drive yeah. tackle technique. And they're the blokes that are going to get their heads in the wrong spot. Yep. Because you've got to understand, I mean, just say at the start, Jake Jaboyevich had he has one of the best tackle techs in the world. His first couple of years, he had to really rectify and go back to the drawing board and go, what am I doing late? I mean, what am I doing wrong? He was dipping too early and people were ch changing their footwork really late. You know, so he, therefore... Young Henrys. Hello, good young work. Henrys. Um, therefore, like he was putting his head right, just say if you're running directly at me, I duck my head and then you step off your right and then you step off your left. My right, my my head's in the wrong position. That's Bang, right. hip. That's what that's what is happening. So these young kids, they need to change their tackle tech and it needs to hurry up because mm. it's not these rules these rules we're only talking about these rules because we can talk. Everyone's talking about these are my views, these are your views. And that's about it. But it's here to stay. Volandis is doing this. He's trying to protect the players. He's trying to do something positive with the game. I understand that. This is just our comments on this shit. We can just say what the fuck we want. It's awesome. Um, but, you know, that's just the way the game's going. I reckon, overall, Volandis is the sort of bloke. He, if the more criticism he gets, the more he'll dig his heels in. And this isn't going anywhere. So no, I think he's just, yeah, he, players need to players adjust. Just need, players need to adjust. They just need to adjust. They, there's pre, these priests. And, and I would When would... I mean, I'd love to, for him to make a decision like this in December. Yeah. Where you have about two months to go, all right, let's just practice our tackle tech. Let's just get no, let's have no penalties. People playing, people 10 minutes off in the bin. We're going to be struggling. The middle's going to be struggling. You need to be extra fitness. There's going to be so much more. We're going to do much more tackle tech instead of wrestling, because I know a lot of clubs are still fucking wrestling. It's a big part of the game. Tackle tech, tackle tech, tackle tech, because these arms come swinging in. Look at my, look how long my arms are. You know, how hard, you know how hard it was not to hit people in the head all the time. I was very, very conscious of my tackle tech all the time. I never, I was never a dirty player or anything like that. I'm six foot five with fucking wingspan, two, fucking seven foot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I didn't, I, and I wasn't, you know, I was never a dirty player because no. it's very, because our tackle tech coach was Steve Folks, fucking one of, one the, of the greatest, greatest. Yeah. one of the greatest low sort of, ta not like I ta tackled like him, but guys like Tony Grimaldi, Adam Perry, all these great fucking, pl like great players, great tackle tech. Mate, my tackle tech only come on, probably later in later in my career because at the start no one gave the fuck about tackling no mm. one cared in the late 90s 2000s all about attack yeah get out there there was no there was no like divisions like there is now middle four right four middle four you know what i mean like left four you know what i mean it was nothing like that it was just go out there pretty much attack and then do your best in defense defense is so important now so important that's why you get these young kids coming through they can't get much further than reserve grade because they can't tackle see what i mean like sam walker he got exposed on the weekend yeah, you get him one on one. You get him one on one like Pangai Junior. He's he's an anomaly, Pangai Junior. But you don't think people are going to go at him again? That's their weakness, and that's great coaching from Kevin Walters as well. Yeah, just exposing him because the difference between just say Kevin Walters, just say the the Brisbane Broncos, Milford, and um not Milford, but like those those young halves, they'll bring a Pangai Junior onto the ball. To and then the difference between him and Fafita, Fafita hasn't got the halves to actually get him one on one. He, they did it a couple of times, and they did it against Brisbane, and he got one on one right near the line. And he was unstoppable. Yeah. Everyone's game planning now for David Fafita. Yeah. 
You're getting up and in, up and out, trying to get his legs, trying to get his legs because they're not bringing him onto the ball. Cut his space. Yeah, you gotta, you got to utilise and just get up quick, shut his space down, grab legs, try and do your best. You just don't want him one-on-one with your halves. And, and that's what happens with all these guys. Like, you know, I mean, the Broncos have got so many players like that that can destroy you. Mm. It's only a matter of time until they hit some, hit some form. And beating the Roosters last week, I'm not saying they're going to turn the corner, but they could. Well, the Broncos, after destroying my bet, are playing... I don't know how many times that the Broncos have ruined my bets over the last little while, but I tell you what, I am never, ever taking a bet with a game with them. Every week, I think they're fucked, man. I hate them. No, I don't hate them. That's, That's a harsh. strong word, Ian Byrne. I'm glad that Seabold's gone. I like them again. But <laughs> uh, I'll have to turn on the night soon. But um, the Broncos are playing the Storm in the Thursday night game. This is another one... I'd look, again with the Broncos, they've got a new halves pairing again because Gamble got suspended and now you've got... He's a wild little human, isn't he? I love him. Love him. I love him. But you've got Milford back again with Albert Kelly. I think Albert Kelly was good. The Broncos, again... He was great, Albert Kelly. They're, they're, they're just as likely to come out and get beat by 50 now. Yeah. Like, that's been their season. Their season has been one in, one out, one in, good game. Yeah, but the whole talk this week will be like... I mean, and they've had this for the last couple of years. This is where, like, punters punters get excited because they think the old Broncos culture's back in the team and they're going to win four, five in a row, six in a row. They've shown the last couple of years they can they can really go good for one week and then fall right off for the next one. So I think they'll be looking for consistency. Milford gets another crack. Do you know what I mean? Like, only because of Tyson Gamble. So you think he won't be wanting, wanting a part of this? mm you know what I mean? So he's going to be out there trying his best, trying to hopefully get him. I, I want him to play good football. I'm not rooting against him at all. I want him to. I want him to play his best football, and then it'll stop all this freaking hate that everyone's giving him. It's like tropical Queensland in this studio today. Yeah, it's all right. It's cooled down. It's cooled down. <laughs> cooled down degrees. at the start. She was. She was going She's hard. She's warm. I what don't do know. I thought it was just the whiskey coming out. No, 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 no. I was sweating up before. You do sweat though. I'm sweat free. So Keith sweat. The storm, they are they're just rolling along. There's oh. there's the storm and there's Panthers and you That's just That's what can't. sucks. You know what I mean? Like usually in the last I reckon 10 to 15 years you'd be like, there's a top six, I'm not sure who'll win. Maybe Melbourne look red hot and you know, maybe the Roosters and you know, someone else would be up there. You'd be thinking at least, you know, South is gonna be up there. But I don't even know who the preliminary is gonna be. Yeah, it you does know, like it goes it goes I mean, look at South last last week. All they're missing is um, Cameron Murray. Yeah, Cameron Murray. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and they can't. You know, I mean, like it's probably a good time to get. I mean, there's so many like stats out there. Team hasn't been beat twice by fifty, and uh, you know, and won the comp. Who cares about stats? Stop trying to just get clickbait bullshit. I just fucking hate it. But um, I'm not sure if they can win it. I just look at the way that they're playing. That was very aggressive about poor old. Stats people? Oh, they're awful. They just do Who's it. Who's like David Middleton? But no, 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 he doesn't do it. He does good stats. We're just every page. Like, I don't know. I follow so many people. It's always the same shit. Come up with something original. We already fucking know. The Cowboys. How, if you had to rate the Cowboys season, how would you say they're going in terms of with the new coach, Todd Payton? They, they, they've been good at. It's inconsistent. Really? Inconsistent yeah. again. They're just up and down, and they win. They get up for games. They get up for games at home, mm. which is great. They got a great stadium there. They got their fans are awesome up there. They're great people. But um, yeah, really inconsistent. Warriors inconsistent as well. Yeah, 
This would be a good game. You excuse the Warriors for inconsistency. Did you see yeah. Nathan Brown called Peter Volandi's horseman? Yeah, I know. Why is that? He goes, oh, horseman. I was like, oh. Why do you call him horseman, bud? Because he runs a racing. Is that well. it? That's it. Oh, the my horseman. God. And he's implying that he knows more about horses than he does about rugby league. Wow, horseman. I was like, oh, Brownie had probably a couple of horses with him. That's why. The Warriors have probably. You know what you've got, you know got to credit, man? The Storm. You know, they're away from home at the moment. You know, they've been pretty much away from home for like, you know, 18 months, probably more. And they still manage to just galvanize. That's leadership from from top to bottom. Mm. Like that's you got to give kudos to a club like that. Nothing phases him. On with the job, on with the next, mate. That's just just a, a great club. And the run, Warriors. Run Full by, credit to the Warriors as well. Oh, Another yeah. year just they're not and they're not going back to New Zealand this year. Nah, they're gonna stick around, but I mean they're, like they're a different breed, the the storm. Really, don't you think? Like, just oh, being yeah. up there, they're in Sunshine Coast. I mean, it's great being in Sunshine Coast, but the way from their families. But the, to have to have a guy like Bellamy just be the leader of your of the group and just galvanise people and just keep them on the straight and narrow. And, you know, like, you, you're dealing with grown-ass men there. And they all just love Belly and respect him so much, they just never step out of line. You said a couple of weeks ago that you thought the Dragons could go if they kept Preliminary. Playing, yeah, preliminary final. After the last couple of weeks, and they've had a lot of injuries and suspensions, how, how are you feeling about that comment? I don't know. I'm sort of I'm going against it a little bit, but I just thought because I saw that, I mean, I made that comment when we were, when they played the Eels and beat the brakes off them. Yeah, their defence was outstanding. I yeah. really didn't worry about their attack. Their attack, they could just score off tries of Dufty and stuff like. That. Anyway, speaking of Dufty, what the hell's going on with him? How do they get rid of him? Well, he's he's been their best player for two years. Well, they reckon they're going after Nico Hines, but ultimately... I hope the dog... I mean, the dogs are looking for a fullback. Can you please get him? Yeah. He's a gun. He's a gun player. He's exactly... He would suit exactly how the Bulldogs play. He attacks the line. I mean, I don't know who the fullback is now. You've got Allen and Selesniak and stuff. Selesniak's a winger. You know, he's a great winger. Runs the ball hard. His play twos are outstanding, but Dufty backs up through the middle, does all these little things great. He's, he's, He's evolved... As, as good as any fullback in the game yeah. because of the fact that when he got into the game, he was quick and fast. And so, okay, that's only going to get to you a certain point. Now you have to put a, now you have to put a passing game on. You have to go down short sides, read, read three on twos, all this kind of stuff. Nailed that. Little kicking game. You know, like he's hitting the right person when he's going down, you know, like a, even a four on three down like a, a, a long short side. He's hitting the right person all the time. I don't know how much more he can do. I, reckon I know Nico Hines is a good player. Think about it, guys. System. If you how many Dufty. how many players have been in the Melbourne system and left and gone awful? Yeah. Let's just think about that now. Any good system. That's why I look at. I mean, that's why I start look at some recruiters and go, "How the fuck have you got your job still?" Mm. Like even the Bulldogs recruiters. How could you not see that Flanagan was? You know, Flanagan just say with with the Roosters, they never get it really. They never really get it wrong. Okay, well, twenty two year old, you got Flanagan. Uh, playing good, played the whole year, and then all of a sudden, Robbo and that want to get rid of him. And you think that's that's green light? Mm. You know what I mean? Everything's fine here. There's something up. You know what I mean? Corey Allen had a great year last year. Superstar, superstar backline. Played the end, played Origin, deserved an Origin thing. Not a leader of men, not a leader of the team. None of those two plays, but we go grab him for like what? Four or five hundred thousand each a year. Mm. And now you're stuck with them for three years. Who signed those players? They need to be accountable. Mm. You know what I mean? 
they're, they're the ones that need to be accountable. Coaches, GMs, I mean, not, not coaches, the GMs, the CEOs, they need to be accountable for some of the shit that they hire. Start sacking those blokes instead of coaches. If you because the coach is not going out, going. Can you get Corey Allen, please? You know what I mean? Can I get Can I get Flanagan? Because Trent Robinson is a great. He knows good people. He knows good young kids. There's no way that he would get rid of a young player if something wasn't up. I'm not saying something's up with Flanagan, but hey. The writing's on the wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I was a recruiter, I'd be like, hey, hey, something's up here. I'll be making phone calls here, or I'll just put it together myself for being around the game for that long. It's not that hard. You know what I mean? And I sort of, and I would understand that straight away. I'd be like, you know what? And I could see Corey Owen had, to, had that one good game, scored, was in probably about four, six tries. Man of the match, killed it, got his origin gig, boom. When his price went from 200, knew he, was, knew he wasn't going to be there next year. And then, you know, Wayne probably went, yeah, I'll give you an origin boost. That'll boost your thing up to about 500, 600. Good luck. You deserve it because you had a decent couple of years. Recruiters, mate, they're the worst. The Broncos recruiter is still my favourite. He's the best of all time. Reece yeah, Walsh but I mean, I just think they need, they need to take more accountability than anyone. They well, just put it on the coach. Blame Madge for, what, for, for seven or eight players that he had nothing to do with. You know, blame Trent Barrett for six to eight players he had nothing to do with. Give him at least three years, mate. You've got to develop these kids. The Bulldogs going to get flogged. By the Panthers again. Panthers Not even talk about rolling. that. Uh, Rabbitohs Eels. Rabbitohs need to show something this week. Yeah, they? this will be a good game. This will be this will be a really good game. Um, the Eels are going good, man. They got a good balance. That um, Lane's got what is it? Is it Papali'i? Papali'i's got mm. his spot. So yeah. that just it looks like it's stronger. Ryan Madison looks like he's fully recovered from his um, from his head knocks because he's a good player. Mm. He's a fringe origin player. You know, and then you've got Nathan Brown playing. You've got Junior Paulo, big, big RCG. You know, that Reed Mahani. Yeah, Mahani. You know, they've got a good team. They can give it a shake this year. Even, Manly. Though, even though I didn't pick them in the eight. Manly flogged them. Uh, Rabbitohs, I think, if they lose this game, then they reckon Wayne Bennett doesn't care too much about that mid-season party. He just Hates wants it. to bring home. Get bring through, or- hard, get so. through Origin. So and people then, don't understand. I mean, just they won injury. Everyone just goes, everyone's like, you know what? Uh, the Penrith are out, out and out favourites. Done. It's done. Penrith, give him, give him the JJ Gilton shield. Give him the, you know, the, the freaking, what is he, <laughs> Telstra Cup or Winfield whatever it's Cup. called. Winfield Cup. Winfield give him the Cup. Winfield Cup. You take, you get Cleary. Let's touch wood. Hope none of them get injured. Cleary gets injured. They're straight back to the pack. Luai gets injured. Fisher Harris gets injured. You know what mm. I mean? One of those key players, which most, most most clubs usually miss, then they'll come back to the pack. Other than that, they're having like a 10 out of 10 year. I can't, see, been, I can't see really anyone beating them. But I can't see the Panthers really improving that much. They're just playing really consistent football. I can see the Rabbitohs improving. Mm. Uh, I can see Melbourne improving with Pappenhausen and that coming back. You know, I can see them having an improve and probably getting on a level playing field maybe even better than Penrith. They lose Nathan see, Cleary, they're in trouble. Yeah, but I just don't see like I don't see the Panthers going from here to another level. No. The Raiders are in all sorts. The Roosters should do a job on them. You've got Fafita back for the Titans against the yeah. Sharks. Uh, feel sorry for your halves. I Sharks. mean Sean Sean Johnson's back. Sharks showed they a dropped, bit last they week. They dropped Townsend. Yeah. Where's he going next year? Cowboys. So they really don't give a shit about him. No. Which is terrible, but but that's, yeah. it's, a it's good to be a halfback right now in the NRL. Money. You could be washed up and just be like, you know, who else are you going to pick? Yeah. 
Well, Canberra need one now. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Johnson's probably just going to go and get another million dollars. Good on Straight, him. Yeah, take that money. Good on him. The Knights have been really, really, really disappointing this year. The Manly Seagulls, they literally, their entire season just depends on Trebojevic. If something happens to Tom Trebojevic, they don't win a game. Can for you the insure your hamstrings? I don't know what. How do you? What do you do? Like J Lo insured her butt. Did she? Yeah, apparently. I was on TMZ. Did you write read new idea? <laughs> she then. did, AZ. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Producer would know. I reckon I'd, I've never seen one player have so much impact on a team the way Trevor Not for a while. Does. I can only I can probably only think JT Joey yeah. in both their primes. And, you know, like where you know, when they were they were some great clubs there for a while. Like the Knights were, you know, they had Gidley, the Tahu and the other Matt Johns and yeah, and then your Cowboys had the Malolos and Michael Morgans and all that kind of stuff. But when, you know, back, you got to just think, you know, in the, the mid-2000s when the Knights weren't awesome, you know, Joey was that dude. Mm. And then same as in North Queensland from, you know, like the, you know, the 2005 on to 2010, they weren't really that exceptional where JT was just instrumental in everything. If, they, if he played decent, they won. You know, and this is what happens with Tom now. But it's so different from a halfback, I get it, Control the ball, probably touching the ball 60 times. To a fullback, probably, you know, 25, maybe 30 touches, passing the ball five to ten times. You know what I mean? And the, the line break assists, yeah. the line breaks, the tries, the metres. He made over 340 metres. Mm. <laughs> he's got freak. plenty of football. And, he's, I mean, he's a- and then this speaks volumes about Tedesco, how good Tedesco is. Because you still would never put tre- uh, Tommy in front of him. Maybe because... Uh, Teddy can't play any other position, and Teddy's been the best player in the last five years. But if Teddy could move to the wing, you're probably going to pick Tom. The way he's playing, he's very big. He's a big boy. He's like a six foot four. Zig. An Elmo doll that wants to kill its owner. A kids' TV show where the main character has a giant penis. Poop flavored ice cream. A meme that destroyed someone's life. These are just a few of the hot button issues we tackle here on That Sucks. A podcast for your ears. I'm Troy Neverman. And I'm Dan Cribb. And if you don't listen to That Sucks on the Handshake Agency Network, then you suck. Join us each fortnight as we unpack some of the biggest fails across pop culture and beyond, joined by the occasional special guest. Head over to thepodcasts.com.au to check out That Sucks Now. You can also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever good podcasts are sold. Woo! Willie's Big Boy. I still love that. <laughs> All right, William, what have we got this right. week? All right. Well, um, big boys have been killing it this, you know, every single every single week. Anyway, um, we'll go to my one vote. They fucked it up again. One vote goes to Fisher Harris. He's making uh, a ridiculous amount of meters, mate. It's something like 30, 30, 30 plus tackles, about two hundred meters. His average average meters is probably about ten to fifteen meters. It's it's ridiculous. Two Payne Haas, two hundred meters over. Th- 35-40 tackle involvements. He's effective tackling. Quick play. The balls are out of this world. And my three votes, Tavita Pangai Jr. He's – I've never seen – that was one of the most dominant dominant um, games I've seen from a big boy that was playing out wide. He terrorized Sam Walker, did, did his job exactly, probably 170 metres, something like that. You know, not that many, not that many tackles because he's on an edge defending. But when he made an impact, it was ridiculous. Uh, he was he was outstanding, but like these guys, 
these big boys that they're controlling the game at the moment. I wouldn't be surprised. James Fisher Harris is top three for maybe top three or top five for um for Dally M's. You know, it wasn't yeah. if Trebojevic and um and Cleary were not killing it, he'd be you know he'd be killing it. He'd be up there easily. So, mate, um, it's it's been outstanding watching them every single week. It's that hard to even pick pick them. And even um, so the young I was going to put that young Fodawaker in, but I just wasn't that impressed because of the team that he played. Now he probably did everything in that game. He's probably played better, but like I just look at the teams that they played, just a little bit better. The competition's a bit better. You know, Penrith played South. South would probably be a formidable sort of um, team. Payne Ars and Tavita, they played the Roosters. Their pack's fucking dominant. So, you know, if you're going to play any of these younger, these, these, you know, lesser teams, I'd try to say, you know, you're not really, you'd have to really kill it. Well, James Fisher-Harris is now on 11. So he's well in front of the leaderboard. So for those that are tuning in for the first time, the winner of the Willie's Big Boys gets a year's supply of our favourite beer, the mighty Young Henry's. Willie's having an IPA. I'm having a Newtowner. And also Bondi Tony's, the big fella from Bondi. How much Young Henry's are they winning? A case a week. <laughs> a case a week. It is phenomenal. I'm going to have that many calls from the head coach, whoever, whoever wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thousand, thousand cans. A thousand cans. Share them with your middles. So Share them with the middles, boys. So James Fisher-Harris, you are well in front. So thank you. And also remember, I'm So what, eat- are, what are you getting from Bondi Tony? Just a burgers. Food. I'm getting the burgers because Penrith's a long way from Bondi. So I will be mate, eating so all many of the highways, burgers. highways, mate. The M7, just straight here, bro. James Fisher Harris. <laughs> it's a long way. There's tolls too. All right, a lot of tolls. So I'll I'll take the I'll take Aiden the burgers. Tolman. All right, that's uh, well. That's good. Payne Haas is going all right too. He got, He'll come up. He'll he got come two up. points. All right. Bettingsite.com.au are really not having to worry too much about us at the moment. We are two grand up. It's been. It's look. What were we this time last one year? Leg. Not that. I mean, one we leg. That no, we came head, home. We, we, we came, came home, home pretty strong. The producer always produces. We came home end. strong. You come home strong. I didn't win one thing last year. You're close this year, though. It's not bad this year. For I'm going you. all right. Yeah, you are. I've been studying the guide. Harold, dirty Harold. How are we? We're back. We're back, mate. What's happening, mate? Lots is happening in the sporting world. It's been a huge week of rugby league headlines, as you guys are well aware. I. I would say that this year the bookies would be cleaning up on rugby league because it is genuinely hard to pick because there's always that one game where everyone's going for the the line betting and the you know but it's just I don't know it's hard to pick. Anyway, I'm going to have a crack Ooh. this week and I've just gone three what I think are fairly locked games. I've got the Tigers to cover the line, I've got the Titans to cover the line and I've got the Rabbitohs to cover the line. And the reason I have picked those three is because they are the smallest lines I could find. <laughs> the smallest lines you could find, yeah. right. Okay. That's where I'm Let's up to. Let's dissect your bet. Let's dissect it. I don't love it. I've got to admit it. Um, the West Tigers haven't won back-to-back games since June 29th last year. So that was only a month after the competition came back. So... Can you trust them? They haven't won as a favourite all year. Every time they've been favoured to win, that down. Do you know no what? Good. Do you know what, Harold? I've never drunk a bottle of whiskey on a Tuesday night before last night either. So there's a first for everything. Stats but that happens sometimes. Tell the whole story. <laughs> I do like the Gold Coast, the, the um, two and a half line. Uh, I do like that leg. Uh, 
Souths against the Eels, I, I did some digging. So in Souths, in their last 21 games, they've only lost once to teams that aren't Melbourne or the Panthers. So that's actually not a bad line if, if you're buying into that form line as well. So if it's not the two guns, they beat everyone else. So they are favoured this week. But, yeah, I reckon that game's closer to a coin toss. But, yeah, I'm a really iffy on that Tigers bet. Oh, you've tipped the Eels. That's why. Talking with your back pocket, Harold. <laughs> So yeah, what have absolutely. I got here? What's my what what price have I got here? And who's it with? Seven dollars twelve. Bet bet three six five are giving you seven dollars and twelve cents for that, which that's going to get you in the three hundred and fifty dollar range if that gets up for you. And we'll all be cheering. When and I'll get nude. When that gets <laughs> up, Harry. When yeah, when that gets oh. up, I like the confidence. Yeah. So William, what have we got? All right, I got the Broncos of the line, a twenty and a half start they got, which I only just understood. Tonight we had a discussion because, about what, uh, <laughs> what happened last week because I was the line held me last week. If I had got the line on that game, yeah, that I was the one thing. You needed a four hundred and a what half. What a start joke! Against yeah, South, come South. on, you killed me. I got the Titans. I oh, know that's yours. Uh, West Tigers a win. Ruben Garrick anytime try scorer and Alex Johnson anytime try scorer. Look, I actually on Ruben Garrick, I actually think you'll score the first try Ooh. at at McDonald Jones Stadium on Sunday afternoon. So big tick for that one. Alex Johnston is just an absolute pro at scoring tries. So if you get him in your team or get him in your multi every week, you are going to win more than you lose. You both have more faith in the Tigers than I do. Uh, but I actually don't mind the Broncos at the 20 and a half start. Like that's a big line at home. The Storm usually flog them up there, but they did show last week that like they are capable and they would have, got a lot of confidence out of that. Like, I don't think they can win, but I think they can, you know, not get their ass completely kicked. So, mm. yeah, that for $8.82 with Neds is well and truly in play. All right. $8.82, that's more than mine. Well done. And man. I did back the Dragons too. <laughs> yeah, you're hedging. <laughs> oh, you are the best. Uh, awesome. So the producer... He's gone back to his pet sport of AFL. Well, he's of been which, back here for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, he's gone back to the well that's provided nothing for us so far. So, anyway, back to the well. We we think, have we're got, thinking of you too, Melbourne. We have got Essendon, the Swans, and North Melbourne. Considering I have absolutely no idea how any of those teams are going, tell me, what is that good, bad? What's happening? Must be bad. Well, I'll tell you, it's not real good. Yeah. Because just for three straight-up winners... You're getting a price of $25.99. That's what I was looking at. For three. There's not three really winners. Good. Have a look. Three winners at yeah. 25 bucks. North must Melbourne. Be uh, yeah, North Melbourne, not very good at all. Essendon, meh. The Swannies, enjoying a good year. So, yeah, I mean, the Swannies might be a lock to win, but the other two, geez, you're, you're praying for miracles there. This just reeks of desperation. This genuinely. It could, North- it ha- could it happen? Producer? Yes. All right. No, I try, okay. trust him. Right. I trust okay. him. Well, that's easy. 1300 yeah. huh? We'll put a line through that. And, Howard, what do you got for us? You've gone You've gone small like me, too. You're getting oh, petty. Yeah, yeah. Look, you guys are I'm... getting petty. <laughs> Fucking get out there. <laughs> my, my 1 to 12 Cowboys leg last week, doesn't, doesn't it piss you off when there's a 12-point margin and then for no reason when the game's done with three minutes to go, 
a big Ford crashes over. Oh, we you, love it. We love it. And we don't work. care about the punters Absolutely either. Absolutely We works. do not care about punters, people. I want that try. Because <laughs> that carries mate, on. Kid, that mate, carries on. on to- that carries on into, no, into the sheds, into the, after the sheds. Oh, mate. Yeah. To the whole mate, year. To the spotted care. care. Big boys care. I was happy for the kid on Dabu who scored. I was really happy for him. Yeah. Um, Storm 13 plus, Manly 13 plus, and the Eels at the three and a half start. Yeah. Gives me $5.76 with Neds. I just think, look, there's a fair chance that South win, but I think South are going to be forced to grind it out. Like, and They need South, that sort of game, but... Yeah, um, they and they do need it. You're right, Willie, um, because the usual way they win games is to blow teams off the park, yeah. and you just can't do that all the time. Not so working. I kind of like the... And the Eels like to get in the arm wrestle too. So, yeah, I kind of think if the Eels are going, it's only going to be a goal kick in it. You know, Adam Reynolds, more value to the club. Who knew? Well, at the um, moment, we've got about 2300 bucks in the kitty, which is not bad, but we're going to get some winners. We've got to get some winners up. So this could be the week. And um, look, uh, look I, think, I think Manly 13 plus is just an absolute lock. Um, they, they're going to pull the, the Knights pants down at home. Mm, uh, see, that's a rival game. Plus. That's why I go against that 13 plus. It's always a rivalry game that, you know what I mean? Like I'm always, regardless if they're coming last or they're coming first, that's that goes back to the 90s and they hate each other. So 13 plus, I know I know it's good because Tommy's killing it, but I'd always think it's always my, I hope you're right. I do hope you're right, but I just think. Well, we want the money. <laughs> yeah. like I played, I played for both clubs. They both hate each other. So genuine. It's ridiculous. You know yeah. what I mean? I want to play three years in the Knights and then I went down the hatred between the, I think the hatred between the Knights and Manly is a lot stronger between Manly and the Knights. Put it that way. So I think Newcastle might be up for it. I'm trying to throw this off, but when we talk here next week and Knights win or it's just like 12-10. Well, they've yeah, got no excuses. You. They've had a 10-day <laughs> preparation. And they and previous to that, they played three games in 12 days. So yeah. they've had a good chance to freshen up and like, like they should be sky high for this game. Well, and I'll tell you what, not, if we do win and you have to get nude, you'll be doing everyone a favour because that shirt, no good. Get it off. No good? No, no good. I like your shirt. All right. Oh, you too. Shirt off. I've actually, you know what? I I've actually got to get some better collar. There we go. No, I like your shirt. I actually do. There I like go. purple. So, well, thanks, mate. We, we, uh, I don't know. I've got confidence this week. I've got no confidence yeah, in the producer. Four wins would be good. 26 bucks for a three leg multi is just phenomenally bad betting. But, uh, anyway, he's an idiot. I think the good thing is we haven't clashed with any of our results. So, we're not death riding each other. Oh, so, you right. have both gone the Tigers and not one of you have gone the Dragons, for instance. So, yeah. We're all in it together. Eels, uh, eels, rabbits. One team, one Ooh, dream. Yeah, but you know what? You could get a rabbitos two-point win and that doesn't affect me. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, all right, mate. Well, we'll speak to you next week. Thank you once again to bettingsite.com.au. Bet right with betting site. That is right. you got to do it right and get right at betting site. Thanks, mate. We'll see you next week. And make sure guys. we gamble responsibly. In terms of the tipping, uh, oh, I've caught the producer almost. I'm one behind oh. him. Here we go. You know what the arsehole will do? I guarantee you will tip the same as me for the rest of the year. He will too. He I has. told you that. I told you that. Oh, look at him. <laughs> look at him. He can't. This has got to be fair. Oh, that's sickening. See? He's going to. Oh, you've made, you've made up some ground on Harold. So that's good. Still coming last. That's all right. That's all right. You go for the upsets. You're a man yeah. who likes an upset. Yeah. So if you want to see 
what we've tipped this week, then go on all the social media. We've got Facebook. We've got Instagram. A few things. I think they put them on Twitter, Twitter. as well. Yeah. Uh, and we'll work out what the Twitter game is later. So the headline, the behind we go for the our tips. Our tips? No, we'll just they can look at them. You can no, read your I'll just, read I'll yours do my out. tips. Go We've on. got the Storm, Cowboys, Dragons, Panthers, Eels, Roosters, Titans, and Eagles. I want to put it on wax, you know what I mean? So it's official, so everybody hears it from here to the end of the year, all right? for blind people that can't see it on all our social sites that I just read out. (laughs) They don't do it. They want to hear it. They want to hear it. You've heard it here first. They want to hear hear this voice. I love your voice. Chocolate gold. Hear it every Wednesday. (laughs) Hear it every day. So the headline, Willie Mason facing three-week NRL suspension for shoulder charge on Corey Parker. Did I do those three weeks? Jeez, did I fight it or what? Um, I don't remember. I, I remember know. hitting him in the head. <laughs> By mistake. <laughs> Just unintentional. Unintentional. So the thing is with this, and I guess this was a year after the shoulder charge got banned. This so, was the year, 2014. They put it in. No shoulder charging. What? They put it in 13. Jeez, they didn't police it well. Well, so <laughs> I guess the, the thing is... Sonny Bill was playing in 2013. We had a fucking head-on car collision with him and oh, I. That's right. That's yeah, right. God. So what... I guess what the point is here is how long does it is it going to take players to readjust to these new tackle rules? A couple of years. It'll be a couple of years. Um, at that time, I, I was, what... Nearly 15 years into the game. Yeah. Did not care. <laughs> Honestly, didn't care. I've seen Corey Parker's head and I just wanted to hit it. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. Um, and he'd do the same to me. And players like who come through that era, that 2000 era, would have done the same to each other. And I just think it's a, it's a different mentality right now. These kids know there's a, the... There's a, the repercussions are a lot lot stiffer than... I mean, I know that sounds like... They, they cracked down on that and I, was, I thought it was a bit rough. Because I was from that old school sort of 2000 bit when I thought that was just play on. Copper medicine didn't really, I don't even think I really tried to um, fight it. Just copped it. I think I copped the early plea two weeks and sat well, on Well, you probably got, yeah. If I think I got three, the early plea. Yeah. I think I copped the early plea. I didn't even think, I Wayne didn't even bother. I think um, it wasn't that big a deal. But I think now losing key players, losing everything like that, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot bigger deal, man. Like that wasn't a big deal. You know, that, they, were trying to, they were trying to rub it right out. And then I was just one of those guys that, you know, and it was, a, it was your stereotypical hit that they want to get rid of. Mm. Shoulder to the head, falling, all that sort of shit. It was everything that they hate, everything. And I knew that. And I was just like, I, I don't know my thought process. Well, I was like, fuck it, I don't like him. So You don't think about it. You, you know. don't think about yeah. it. You just go, well, I don't like the opposition and I'm just going to try and take his head off. That was your mindset back then. And you'd probably change it right now because it's just you just you've just got to if you want to keep playing. As I said, fifteenth year in the game it was never like that in my first ten or anything like that. You know, like by the by, by that time, seeing you playing the game, being around the being around the game, two weeks did not phase me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I'd, I would think I'd rather do two week rest. A lot of time like, on the yeah, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a, it's a bit of time. If I'm into my third year. I don't want any weeks. Yeah. I don't. So your mindset has to change, young kids out there. You've got to work hard in the preseason. You've got to fix your tackle tech up because you're going to let yourself down. I think Kane Evans said today, he said he doesn't want to be suspended or getting all these fines because they can fine you. 
even if you're not suspended, but like they, it accumulates. The next minute, it's like 20 grand at the end of the year. These kids have got, they've got families, they've got mortgages to pay, they've got a lot of shit to pay, and they're not all on a million dollars. So a lot of these kids will think in their head, and the penny will drop, I can't be this dude anymore. It's got to be, and the, and the hits are going to, be, the hits aren't not going to be harder. They're going to be harder. They're just going to be more methodical, more technical, and you're they're going to be breaking ribs. They're going to be doing everything. You'll be hitting quads. The like the man, the man of hits that they're going to be copying. You'll be hitting three ways. Being you know, honest, like your 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 chest is going to get caved in, your ribs will get caved in, and so is your hips. Twenty grand for you in fines was a good year. Yeah, one year in two thousand three, I got fined ninety grand. Not bad. It was all right. That was yeah, a good, was solid, a good yeah. year. Yeah, but like I just think these young kids. I encourage these young kids. I know we say a lot on this, a lot on the show about, you know, like, you know, saying whatever Valandis is going against because we don't know any different. You know what I mean? Like you're changing a whole the whole fabric of the game. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're changing rules on the run. People don't like change. I understand change. I evolve with everything. I evolve with that. I didn't hit many people that high. You know what I mean? I was a dirty player. But it was a circumstance. I just went bang, hit him, whatever. Cop two weeks. Didn't cut. Didn't never got suspended again. Well, yes, I did the next year for a shoulder charge on on Tom oh, Tom man. or George Burgess. Yeah. And that was just like fuck. Do you see? Have you had he try and tackle a Burgess brother? <laughs> Jesus Christ! One hundred and twenty kilos of footwork. Yeah. It was an accident. I actually got a good hit on him, and it was an accident. But you know, <laughs> back to what I was saying, you got to like just encourage these kids just to like you got to stay on the field. You got bills to pay. You got you got to try and make a living out of this game, and rugby league is your living. And you need av- the best ability is availability. It's an old saying, but you need to be on the field to do that kind of stuff. You it's can't be good. missing two or three weeks. Haven't heard you that. can't be do- you haven't. No, it's good. Yeah, well, you learn something every day. I'll steal that. Best ability is availability. You got to be on the field. You got to be doing your thing, and you can't be letting the team down. Put the put the team before you. I never I never was a selfish player, ever. Always the team first. Do you know what I mean? Like especially on the field, it was just like, well, it's the brotherhood kind of thing. You don't want to be that. And these players will evolve. They will. It just won't happen straight away. Yeah. It can't happen mid-year when you do fucking round ten blitzes. Mm. Round ten, bang! You don't hit anyone high. You're going for ten. If you slip over the shoulder, you're going for ten. It doesn't happen like that. It's and and I know Villani. He's got to start somewhere. Yeah. He's going to start somewhere. It's going to be here, a year, year or two. And there'll be there'll be. The hits will be big, trust me. If you're, if you're a fan of the game and you know exactly how these kids are built and how they're, how they're trained and how they, how they play, hits are still going to, their hits are not going to be done. The absolute worst thing about this headline is the fact that you genuinely do not look one second older <laughs> in this photo from 2000, whatever it is, 14, 14, and you look exactly the same and it makes me feel sick. As I Polynesian genetics, mate. I know. What about my Irish? I'm going well. <laughs> that concludes... Yeah, I'm looking at the... What are you looking at? He's yeah. looking at the uh, the, the doll, yeah, less cross-eyed. Yeah. That's the end of the show yeah, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Do all those things because yeah, it's important. We will be on a Twitter game. We'll do a Twitter game. Twitter we'll- game will be... One of them. Eels and Rabbits. No? We'll work it out and we'll let you know on social uh, media. See you guys. Have a good week. Right hand by Big 
You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. 